0: Hey, Daniel here from Markers on the Map, and this week on the gaming adventure we join our trusty companion Badoof and head to the open fields of Mario Golf Super Rush, where we find out if the game is truly up to par. We're also talking about Borderlands 3's newest update, July's PS Plus games, and the newest Mii Fighters. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at Markers on the Map, and thanks for listening. This week, there's been something strange going on in the Pokemon world, like a swarm of Bidoofs, you know, the lovable Pokemon Bidoof, right?
1: Yeah, isn't he like, is he that beaver thing?
0: Yeah, he's like a little beaver, he's got a little twig sometimes, and like new Pokemon's now. Is that
1: his gimmick, he's just a beaver, or is he mixed with something else? Is he just a plain beaver?
0: I think he's called the plump mouse
1: Pokemon. So he's not a beaver. But he looks like a beaver. It, it, I mean, he's beaver. technically a beaver.
0: Yeah, he's a beaver. So they've been doing this whole thing where they're like I don't know, I, I they did that April Fools thing where like Bidoof was a meme on the Pokemon Twitter, but now they're turning him into like an empire. Like they're having Badoof like swarms in Pokemon Go and uh not to not to toot my own horn here, but I did catch me a golden shiny Badoof in Pokemon Go. Yeah,
1: I did see that golden shiny Bidoof.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I need a second but they're proving to be a little more difficult to find than i had hoped for and then after this podcast goes up like the day after there will have been a badoof like celebration that like happened on july 1st like badoof day badoof day national badoof day it should be registered july 1st national badoof national badoof day <laughs> And, and like, I know that the Pokemon TCG Online thing has, like, a special deck box featuring Bidoof and sleeves featuring Bidoof and a coin featuring Bidoof. And I'm like, why couldn't they make these physical products? And then I was like, oh, they would probably get purchased by people who wanted to resell them anyway.
1: They need to do Porygon.
0: Porygon. Ooh, Porygon would be awesome. Porygon
1: would be dope. I
0: remember there was a, a Pokemon Go community day where they had shiny Porygons and I made sure to get, like two or three of them i think so you know i love me some porygon but i love Badoof too i got a soft spot for the boy he's from my favorite pokemon game diamond and pearl and he's been featured prominently in like new pokemon snap and pokemon diamond and pearl remake and pokemon legend arceus it's like they're going hard with Badoof, and honestly i'm kind of glad because i'm sick of gen 1 that everybody loves, like Charizard
1: and all that. I mean, Charizard's cool and all, but Badoof is a different. How does Bidoof go again? <laughs> <laughs> Badoof makes a weird, weird sound that I've never heard any other Pokemon ever make. But yeah, yeah, I don't mind new design Pokemon, but if they got to be more like Bidoof design.
0: And going back to Diamond and Pearl. That set has a lot of interesting, cool, like, very underrated Pokemon. It has a Pokemon called Driftloon. He is a balloon Pokemon. He's, like, a little purple balloon, literally. And he only appears on Fridays, according to the Nintendo DS clock. So I'm like, oh, see, there's just lots of cool only stuff. Only appears down on
1: Fridays. Yeah. That's, that's that's interesting, actually.
0: Yeah, that, that one has a lot of cool gimmicks. I'm really excited for Diamond and Pearl Remake. All, all this Bidoof madness is making me think of is is Diamond and Pearl. And they say that the Bidoof Swarm will grow and grow as the event goes on. So, like, every time a Bidoof pops up on my Pokemon Go, which I only really turned on for this, there's, like, five of them just having a little, like, roundtable discussion about video games or something. <laughs> Are there plushes of Bidoof? actually i'm sure there's like some not like big ones right i could be wrong but i'd imagine there might be some badoof merchandise that got announced after this podcast is recorded but before it goes up on on friday (laughs) look i got me a shiny badoof it comes full circle (laughs) that's that's the that's what matters most here anyway Welcome to a brand new episode of Markers on the Map, our weekly gaming adventure where we've got old games sometimes, sometimes we've got new games, but we've always got games and we've always got news. My name is Daniel, I'm here with my good friend and co-host Robert. Have you been this week?
1: Been alright, just tired, is everything kind of slow and boring? How have you been?
0: I've been pretty good. I've been playing some new games that came out last week and kind of just, uh... We've been running some games, some borderlands, so oh you just sent me a p- a picture of a badoof toy?
1: <laughs> the the plushes oh exist. God, it's so they exist.
0: Cute. <laughs> I want one now. Alright, it's time it's time for a new mission. <laughs> Get a badoof plush. A is, is it from Bidoof. the UFO catcher?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think it says it's or from UFO like the toy. I'm like, is it, it is be. it
0: from one of those claw machines or my
1: Oh god.
0: Yeah, I've been okay. Lately, I've been thinking, though, if this is your first time hearing our podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll bring you up to speed on this. We, we have a thing we like to call the main mission. It is a fast food meal that includes things like a side quest fries and the stat boost drink. You can even order a main mission with cheese. It's like a special hamburger. We've got yeah. all kinds of DLC expansions and seasoning passes. Now, each main mission meal does come with a toy. We went over this right from the start. Um I think it was episode 3 of the podcast we 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 introduced this concept. But we missed a crucial element that I think needs to be
1: brought to these toys in the main mission meal. Do you do you know
0: what I'm getting at here?
1: Mm, I don't know, I'm still kind of I don't know, I, I I have no idea where you're going with this. Okay, hear me out. All right. Skylanders. You you know Skylanders, right? Mm-hmm. And
0: you know Amiibos, right? Little things that you you put a Skylander on a portal, you put an amiibo on the Switch Joy-Con, and they unlock things in game. But mm-hmm. I think our our figures that come with our main mission meal should tackle this toys to life problem in a different way with an AR app where you hold your phone in front of the figure. Like say you have a golden Bubsy. Who doesn't want a golden uh-huh. Bubsy? It's one of the rarest toys in the set, and he'll do a little he'll do a little dance on your phone if you if you hold your phone over the figure it's like he's actually there it's, and you can reach your hand out and you can he'll like bat at your hand as if it were a ball of yarn stuff like that hmm
1: that that's a good one
0: yeah so who else could we do
1: what if that's a tough one so see there, there i don't know there's a lot of rules and regulation towards that one i mean glover could do one of those little like oh i'm a walking glove dance things
0: I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm stuck on this idea of having them dance. But they can do so much more cool things than just dance.
1: Can they follow we my We could have taxes? a Badoof one. <laughs> can you have Rocky Road and Following My Taxes? I don't know. I don't know about that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I think the possibilities are infinite, but all I just got stuck in my head right now is these dances. Like, you could have a Badoof doing a little break dance, doing a little spins, you could have <sighs> Knuckles, of course. Doing some like air boxing, some like shadow boxing, and all that, and maybe it'll, it'll just be a little, head little jingle. Oh, um,
1: it won't be the full knuckles; it'll just be his
0: his head as a prop. We'll have to borrow the knuckles head from Hollywood. <laughs> so, I'm thinking the main mission will continue to expand. We've got DLC for it. We've got seasoning passes. I'm thinking battle passes. It could be a whole empire for all we care, right? <laughs> the sky's the limit, right?
1: All I'm saying is that don't ask for another main mission that won't come out till 2035. As long as we can keep doing DLC for this main mission,
0: we won't have to make another main mission for a really long time. On that note, we have some news this week. <laughs> Want to get to that? Yeah, we should talk about some news. What All happened right. this week. Well, not much, ironically. Like, I was shocked that as much happened last week after E3 as we were able to talk about but this week it was pretty light um which is okay i guess because we do have some games that, that we'll, we'll be talking about but i think the big one for both of us is that borderlands got an update um they made the you know the live servicey type seasonal events permanent you can toggle them on and off they raised our level cap from 65 to a nice solid 72 giving us seven levels what more could we ask for from our one of our favorite games ever giving us more to do
1: like i'm down with that it's not surprising that they updated the level cap but talk about it just seemed that 65 was going to be the level cap because they weren't really doing deals like all dlcs were out by then so yeah. it was sort of a safe bet but they didn't really they, you did point you did uh say when we were playing that they technically didn't say that it was the level cap that it's just that they just announced it was going to be 65 was going to be the new level but it wasn't like the final one so 72 it'll probably be that for a long time but would they go to 80 like how they did with borderlands 2
0: yeah like
1: re- release a special like seventh
0: dlc before borderlands yeah. 4 comes out or something
1: yeah it's like maybe <laughs> I- i'm glad
0: they're giving us a few more levels to play around with because you know there are four skill trees in this now and i'm probably going to respec at some point i've not done that in my 430 something hours of playing borderlands 3 i've never once respect so uh, that's interesting Actually, I might have to do Blaster Master Build, which I've been using since, you know, the base game. But I'm a little shocked that the second vault card didn't come out with this update. Because it seemed like it would have been a great time to get people to do challenges with, what, seven new levels and everything. But we will uh, see at least two more Borderlands content updates with those challenge cards as the year goes on. I'm really anticipating them all to be out by the end of the year.
1: It, when it comes to skill trees, I think the problem is, though, is that there's always still going to be that one build that everyone does because it's the m- most powerful and diverse compared to like. Well, I guess said because when it comes to Flak, the reason why I like Flak's abilities the most is because they're kind of simple. You kind of just. E- they're pretty e- easy to use compared to like other characters that you have to really watch what they build. When it comes to Flak, they say when it comes to Flak, you can run any, any weapon with any type of class and it'll, it'll work fine.
0: And for me, I know Moses Blaster Master was good for, I don't know if it's viable anymore, but it's always worked for me since I don't really crank the mayhem up that much. I play on either none or like one where it gives you just a buff. Uh, But I've been using, like I said, the same artifact and the same class mod since level 50 and they've been carrying me because they're so good and I've not found anything that has better effects than that for me personally. So I don't know, Borderlands 3 is a weird game sometimes. It is. This it is this stuff wouldn't fly in Borderlands 2. You you wouldn't be able to knock over level 72 bosses I, with, a, with level you know. 65 gun.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm 72 mayhem 10. Uh, I need to get better gear. I need to grind out, farm some bosses for better gear. I can still use my mayhem 10 65 gear at 75 mayhem 10. It would not that would not fly in Borderlands 2. The second I even leveled up, it, everything would just been obsolete.
0: Yeah. I like how Borderlands Three doesn't necessarily make things useless when you when you level up, but two has some weird scaling. We've gone over this uh, as we've played before. It's the numbers are all really high and weird. It's mm-hmm. it's a different game. It's a, it's a different time. So Borderlands Three continues to be fun, and like every time we talk about Borderlands, I'll I'll just casually mention that at some point we will have a special Borderlands episode episodes. Many episodes, I'm sure, in the future. Anyway, this week, Kazuya came out in Smash. That's cool and all, but let's look at the Mii Fighters. Dragonborn from Skyrim. Uh, Lloyd from Tales, I believe. Tales of Symphonia, it might be. I could be wrong on on which name. Um, Shantae, of course, from Shantae. And dante from devil may cry so now we can slap a big sticker on the cover of smash bros that says featuring dante from devil may cry as a me fighter that's uh i mean he would have been a sword fighter so i guess we didn't get
1: another sword fighter but still
0: dante's in smash
1: think about it like this really think about it right dante's is gonna be a a a me character right so yes. it just once once a character once a character is a me costume it kind of just shows that they're most likely not going to be a, a character. Yeah,
0: they're they're not going. You know to.
1: you know what that you know what that means, right? Rocky Roden has not become a me skin.
0: Yeah, I think even Knuckles became a me skin, but Rocky Roden has not become a me skin.
1: You know who else has it? Who hasn't? Bubsy. Glover. Gex. Think think about that. Rayman. <laughs> None of those characters have been, you know what I'm saying, there's the, there's still a chance, you never know.
0: Yeah. Rystar Star from the Sega Genesis game Rystar Star has not has not bec- become a me character. Master Chief has not become a me character. Oh, that, <laughs> that is true. Actually, that is Grogu from The Mandalorian has also not become a me character. I mean, look, the sky's a limit. Grogu's a video game character. He was in Fortnite. That's where he's from. True. Technically, has Chun-Li gotten a Mii fighter costume?
1: on the top of my head i think Kemi would recall. be a
0: better choice for a fighter though that's just me
1: well there's been enough fighters apparently and there's been enough sword wielding characters there's only one other type of character there is it's what the shooter character a shooter character master chief <laughs> master chief
0: or like an energy blast character like goku oh imagine goku oh, goku <laughs> i don't think goku's gonna be in although it would be cool he could be in brawlhalla true along with tmnt but they're also in uh injustice too these crossovers are getting out of hand street fighters keeping (laughs) it simple (laughs) although who knows what that last character is going to be i'm sure we'll find out on evo anyway i'm I'm glad to see shantae here that's actually pretty cool that uh shantae from way forward is is getting to be in smash i believe shovel knight is in smash as well um so Hmm. i like the indie game crossovers um that's pretty cool so I have not bought any DLC for Smash besides Joker, but I do want to get these passes at some point. Just I, I don't really play online, but single-player content Smash was, was always cool. And it's yeah. fun to play with people if they come over or something. So Interesting choices. The, the Mii costumes always surprise me. Anyway, in other news... I got Avengers news! There's always something with that game. This is a positive update. <laughs> so, uh, soon avengers is apparently going to let people who are playing online team up with people who are running the same character now from the beginning this i thought was always a problem with the online matchmaking because what if there was a character that was more popular than the others it would keep those people from being able to play with a lot of people who chose like like if you were going to run thor i'm sure thor was popular at the start but i don't think he was popular as miss marvel He's definitely not as fun to play, but it's like if everybody's picking the same character, they're not going to get matched with people who have the same character, but they're they're changing that now. So if you want to run a team of four hulks, run a team of four hulks. It'll be great. <laughs> so I think that's fun.
1: a, yeah, that honestly
0: should have been there from the start, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that sounds like it should have been there from
0: the start. That That's not even like, that was never a question i was always shocked that that wasn't there from the start because i'm like you know some of these characters feel a little more op like iron man always seemed like he was a uh, weaker in this game and hard to control and a little unwieldy so i was like no give me miss marvel she's got a versatile move set she can grow big she can do this healing thing she can do the high five to the face and i'm sure a lot of people had the same you know mindset so that's a good thing to happen Uh, their DLC is still being tracked for August, I guess, along with Godfall. (laughs) I don't know if the game will ever reach the popularity they hoped it would, but it's a good game. I really like the gameplay. (laughs) That's all I can ask for.
1: I don't know if I want to get it, but I've seen it go on sale for pretty cheap, so I might pick it up one day.
0: It's worth just getting to mess around with friends, basically. I mean, I just get on and run a mission. I don't play online with anybody, because it's not you got to communicate because it's like they don't they have the random treasures scattered around the area and it's like sometimes you just want to go through a mission fast but somebody you're playing online with want to might want to spend an hour in the mission and get all the treasures so it's kind of weird to play with randoms on that one but it's a good game i like it if they keep supporting it i'll keep playing it although i don't like how they always introduce like 10 new costumes at once that really look cool to me Because I refuse to do microtransactions on that game, and I'm running out of in-game currency. So, anyhow, PlayStation Studios acquired Housemark this week. You might know Housemark as the developers of Returnal, or Resogun, or Nex Machina, all that stuff. They're picking up studios. I'm glad that they got Housemark because this opens the door for like another PS5 exclusive, or maybe some Returnal DLC. And I think this is their only acquisition that Sony's made since Insomniac. And I feel like they're making these really good smaller decisions that like aren't the gigantic beast that is Bethesda being bought by Microsoft. But Sony's making the right choices because someone like Housemark could get a game out, I'm assuming much faster than like an open world Bethesda RPG and still have a really good like amount of quality
1: to it. All around just, you know, confetti being, you know, bring out that confetti we're celebrating. Uh still a couple of studios I think Sony should pick up. Or get rights to. They should get a deal with Konami.
0: Oh yeah, they should get a deal with Konami, but we've actually got Konami news. Speaking of Konami, Konami announced their kind of partnering, I believe. Let me let me see if I yeah, partnering to with a horror developer called Bloober Team. They did like the medium they did Blair Witch. Um, the Medium, of course, came out earlier this year. It's like a survival horror, I want to say. I'm not really looked mm-hmm. into it. But they're teaming up with Konami, which, of course, leads people to think, well, they're if they're going to work on established IPs and new IPs, well, then why not give a horror game to a horror team with Silent Hill? And this is kind of coming off that abandoned thing, where they were going to reveal it like last Friday, but then it got pushed to September, and they keep saying that no, they're not Kojima, they're not got anything to do with Silent Hills or anything. So this, for better or worse, in the eyes of people who are into Silent Hill, is probably the dev that's going to be working
1: on Silent Hill. I don't know. Is this is a Silent Hill. Yeah. We haven't. When's the last time we've had a Silent Hill game that's part of the main storyline? Was there one on the Wii? Was Was there one on the PS3? (laughs) The Wii. If that was the last Silent Hill game and it's a Wii game, then it's been too long. I don't know if that was the
0: last one, but there was one on the Wii. It's called Silent (laughs) Hill Shattered Memories. Um, It came out for the Wii and it was ported to the PS2 and the PSP. And this was in 2010 that those ports came out. And... I'm imagining that might No, no, there was there was two there was two after that and an HD collection. So there was Downpour which was 2012 for PS3 HD collection which I don't necessarily think was well received for PS3. And no. then there was a Vita game um a a Silent Hill Dungeon Crawler for the Vita called Book of Memories. That was the last uh in the series. And that was okay. uh 9 years ago. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, cuz It's it's been a bit
1: yeah, it's, it's been a bit. I think it's about time.
0: Yeah. But we'll see. Like always, we'll follow it. Let's talk about PS
1: Plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Let's just get this over with.
0: So we got, we got a lineup ahead of us. We got Plague Tale Innocence. Now, this is a very highly re- regarded game. Um, this is going to be the PS5 update. Not necessarily my type of game because it's apparently depressing, but it's also stealth. So it might be more up your alley, it, at least in the stealth department. I know both of us don't really like depressing type games. Um, no. So that's that's going to be interesting. I might give it a shot, but I'm a little scared off by the stealth aspect. And we're getting, I think, what I think is going to be the most exciting thing for me is that WWE 2K Battlegrounds? Because I could play that yeah. online with you, and we could just have a fun time for an hour and get a get a good laugh out of it. And it, I'm sure you could play Stone Cold Steve Austin in that game. I'm sure he's oh, in. I it. would love that. What? What? Oh, there there's something we missed on the PS
1: Plus games. Maybe no, because wasn't. we're trying. Maybe it. because
0: we're trying to to purge it from our memory.
1: <laughs> Yo, no, I'm trying to purge it from my memory. You just lucky that you you saw the future of Call of Duty.
0: I mean, I saw it this morning. I said, "Oh, Robert's not gonna like this." Coming <sighs> hot off the heels of me saying, "I don't care about this game at all."
1: Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Black Ops Four, man, that game. Hey, you know what I
0: thought of when I saw that? I thought mm. of that time when you tried to go on blackout, like. A couple of weeks back, oh. and so there's nobody oh, here. I was gonna gosh. say, oh, there'll be there'll be people on blackout now.
1: <laughs> oh man, uh, that I I legit try to see C- by just by curious and just by okay. I, I I guess I'll give. I only redownload Blackout because I wanted to play one zombie map in particular. I only wanted to play one map that I I was like, you know what, I should play because I, I actually enjoyed that map. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I didn't really care for anything else, and I was just like, I want to know if people still play. The Battle Royale because Warzone's a thing. That match did not begin. It was stuck on 25 people. No one was coming in.
0: Now everybody's going to be playing it. But you know who's not going to be playing it? Me. Daniel from Markers on the Map. I'll be too busy playing WWE 2K Battlegrounds.
1: <laughs> no, Black-, Black Ops 4 was was not good. Everything about that game, There's so many problems with it. And not even the gameplay style, but just the weapons. The, the yeah. ARs legit did nothing. The ARs we have were, had many were... a conversation about this game. And it's ARs all bad. were ARs were basically like BB guns. They didn't do nothing. It took so much ammo and so much accuracy in order to get an actual confirmed kill compared to like the SMGs and all that other stuff that were way better. And talk about... Uh, recently how I saw a video of a weapon in Black Ops 4 and I said there's no way that weapon exists because I had never seen it and then it turns out that it was part of like the whole supply drop loot, loot thing that I was so mad about that they brought that and I'm just like this is I was just so done at that point and the thing is that weapon it looked like it did good damage I'm like this is such a pay to win system because if you get that weapon it looks like it does like just ridiculous damage on people
0: yeah, I, I was gonna bring it up in games, but I've been playing Battlefield Five and One, and I mentioned this last week. But like, what better time to bring it up right now? In, in addition to Battle Pass systems, the, the gameplay of these online shooters hasn't been up to par as something like Black Ops One or Two or like Bad Company Two in years, and it just shows. It shows how I could not just stand Battlefield Five after more than like a couple of matches. Yeah,
1: that stuff, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Modern, modern day. They they had to evolve, but I don't know. We we had a whole topic about this, and th- th- this is about Newsweek. It's not about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, hey, I wonder if WWE 2K Battlegrounds has an easy plat. That seems like a game that might have an easy plat. Oh, nice shiny plat for the collection.
1: Oh, pl- maybe technical. it
0: might. Go to look up a trophy guy. So anyway, so going back to Pokemon for a second, bring it on back here. Pokemon's doing a collab with Oreos apparently in September. Expect P- Oreos to sell out with Pikachu on the cover or something.
1: <laughs> Expect uh, uh, what what would they do actually? I actually wouldn't. That's now I'm confused. I on hope what that they, they, they don't do. put
0: cards inside of them.
1: And the second they put cards in those things, there are gonna be there's gonna be empty Ore- Oreo boxes in the store. Yeah. Or not empty, but meals.
0: open. They put cards in the cereal boxes, and people are. <laughs> it's crazy. But you know, I I just see this being tweeted out and I'm like if I've been, if I've learned anything from the 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 resurgence of the Pokemon craze, it's probably not going to go well. I hope it does. <laughs> I like Pokemon, but some some things have have kind of ruined the image for me lately, but honestly, I we, we have Badoof. we have Badoof.
1: I'm 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 honestly I know it's, it's sad to be a Pokemon fan, but I never liked Pokemon that much. I was always a Yu-Gi-Oh kid, so I'm just going to sit here with my Blue-Eyes White Dragon and just play that, and then people can just fight over the Pokemon cards. That's all I'm can, saying. Can we
0: bring Badoof over to Yu-Gi-Oh?
1: Honestly, he's more than welcome to come to Yu-Gi-Oh. And like I said, the reason okay. why Yu-Gi-Oh never it becomes that valuable at all is because they just reprint the cards. Yeah. There's always reprints of them. They're never going to be any value.
0: At the same time,
1: I'm going to try to get everybody, as
0: many people as I know, to get on that Diamond and Pearl remake this year. Ooh, I love that game. It comes from... I, I mentioned this on the podcast before. It comes from a part of my life when everybody had Diamond and Pearl. And, oh, oh but that's neither here nor now. That's November. I think the last thing that we'll touch on today... Two, two little things. Well, one little thing. One, one bigger thing. Remedy signed a co-publishing and development agreement with 505 Games to do a control multiplayer spinoff. Do with that information what you will. I think it could be interesting, but at the same time... How would that work? And we have some games that are far away. I'll I'll name a few: Persona Six, Diablo Four, Grand Theft Auto Six, Elder Scrolls Six, and and with rumors and that have been circulating about pretty much all of these the past week. I don't think we're going to see any of these games, these heavy hitters, for at least three years. So, uh, most yeah, most definitely, it's going to be a while. I guess don't expect discussion about those games anytime soon. Anyway, before we get to games this week, I do have a Nintendo Direct rumor. Ooh, a rumor we said. Yeah, yeah. It's sponsored by Markers on the Map Presents Trial by Energy Drink, and this week's flavor is Bubblegum Boss Rush. It's for a game called Nintendo Land Invasion. Remember the hit Wii U game Nintendo Land? Remember Horde Mode games? Well, guess what? We're finally here with the most incredible customization ever seen on the Nintendo Switch, and the Horde Mode genre, with Nintendo Land Invasion. Featuring one of the greatest starting rosters in years, hop into the shoes of Luigi, Daisy, Diddy Kong, or Meta Knight, and face off against a horde of enemies from all over the Nintendo universe. Blast and defend your way through massive maps as you're attacked by enemies from all Nintendo's famous franchises such as Koopas, Waddle Dees, Octolings, Metroids, and more! Find weapon upgrades as you and your co-op team of four scour sections of the newly abandoned Nintendo Land theme park to survive endless waves of foes and customize every single part of your character. Change blast speeds, colors, elemental types, effects, and more in a system to rival even God Eater's bullet crafting. Outfit strong melee weapons like swords and wands with special effects like summoning, fire, and even sticky marshmallows to slow certain enemies down or convert them to your side with a tasty treat. And once around with the opening rosters complete, you can use unlock tokens to bring over 30 more playable characters into the fray, unlock new locations, weapons, and more as you find mysterious data scattered across the battlefields of Nintendo Land, which range from Mushroom Kingdom Madness to Balloon Fight Ballroom, Mother Mall, F-Zero Freeway, and everything in between. Over 500 various enemy types are said to appear, each with their own unique abilities, strengths, and weaknesses, collect their own data to unleash greater power with the game's item synthesis where data can be used to create hundreds of new customization options from cosmetic to outright OP as you continue to take on deadlier and deadlier hordes. Tackle missions and patrols given by a map's commander, or fight through infinite waves until the horde becomes overwhelming, or take it to the randomizer, which sets you in a new map every five rounds. Customize so much even Samurai Showdown 6's color editor is jealous, and with and all without the DLC pass. Now there is a DLC pass, which is said to add over 1,000 new cosmetic items and unleash hundreds of new enemies and data types into the game so your powers can grow infinitely including some wild crossovers never before seen and quite unimaginable it's a nintendo land invasion and it's launching at a stable 60 frames only on the nintendo switch i'm calling i'm calling uh, i'm calling them out on the 60 frames
1: 60 frames that's that's a tall order right there
0: yeah i mean like yes the switch can go to 60 frames when you got hundreds of enemies coming at you i've played hyrule warriors age of calamity there's there's hundreds of enemies coming at you it doesn't quite hit 30 sometimes so i'm calling them out on 60 frames conceptually though i like this i like a I like something where you can choose to make weird customization options but maybe it's not necessarily like uh mandatory I also like mm-hmm. uh, a, a good horde mode game if it's done right and doesn't have PvP.
1: Mm, I don't know. We're gonna think about a whole sixty frame horde mode game. And what Nintendo? This is Nintendo Land.
0: Yeah, it's 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 apparently an abandoned Nintendo Land. Mm. Now that was a Wii U game that I had yeah, that but was never a played.
1: It's not. It's not. It's not the possibility for Wii U games to return on the Switch. But is this a, is this an abandoned game that never you know like? They just finally released, or was this always planned for the future of the series? We'll never know. We, I guess we have to play to find out.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there's a story going on here, but, like, why was Nintendo Land abandoned? Did all the Miis just decide to pack up and leave? They're like, no, yeah. we don't want to run Nintendo Land. Like, maybe a cosmic entity, like, from Kirby, because, you know, Kirby gets dark and crazy at times, showed up and, like, caused some kind of dark ability nightmare scenario to unfold where the Nintendo villains converge upon a single point, you know? It's basically Dynasty Warriors, but Nintendo and also Horde Mode and first person. It it didn't say first person, but I'm imagining it will be.
1: Well, who knows? Maybe it might be third person.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's these rumors. They get me sometimes. They're like, I really want to know more about this. Like sometimes they give us just the tiniest little taste, and I'm like, okay, well, like show me some concept art. What is Luigi gonna look like in this game? Is his hat gonna be a lighter or a darker shade of green? Or can you change it? So True. Sounds like you can change a lot. Personally, I'm looking forward to this one, but I'm a little more skeptical of this one than I was of the serial um Warriors game that was rumored. I'm 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 a little more on board with that one because it sounds more plausible and realistic.
1: I I guess we'll just have to wait for a direct to announce this game to really get you know, look at the gameplay trailer. Yeah. Maybe yeah. see what what we can get from that.
0: I'm still waiting on a few other things to show up at a Direct, but yeah, this is one I hope shows up. Um, anyway, we got some games this week that we can rattle off. I'm not going to talk about everything I played this week, but mm-hmm. I will mention that I played, oh, I've been playing Scarlet Nexus. I'm decently far into it. I'm not quite at the point where I feel like I have a, enough to say about it to to cover a game section yet, but I wanted to set some time aside for Mario Golf Super Rush, which I've been playing pretty consistently since friday so right off the bat this game has inc- <laughs> it's got incredibly fast load times like you know how when you click a switch game it says nintendo switch and the screen is black it can barely mm-hmm. even get to that before the opening movie starts on this so like i guess camelot have figured out how to optimize the switch at this point but let's get let's get to the game there is a story mode in this game like I- i'll just go over the fact that it's golf like we all know what golf is hit a ball with a stick and watch it fly the story mode in this game kind of sets up you toadette charge and chuck and boo to be like rivals but doesn't really like play with that as far as i can tell but you have your me and you go through little golf challenges you like do the little training rounds and everything um the story mode is not where this game shines so i'm just gonna go ahead and get the bat out of the way first the story mode introduces you to the concept of the speed golf which is where you have to run to your shot after after you hit it you have to run to the ball to hit it again um you remember mm-hmm. that from the trailer right
1: yeah I, that was in the, that was part of the trailer i think they obviously the purpose of the show to make to make a deal about it
0: and it was it looked really cool and very fun so <laughs> it's it's not quite honestly um my issue with it is that you have really low stats at the beginning of it, so you don't really run fast. And honestly, I'm kind of failing to see the point because your energy runs out so fast. You have to collect hearts to, like, raise your energy. And Mm -hmm. what it it does is it doesn't show you where your shot lands, like with the replay cam or, like, the overhead cam. So when I got my hole-in-one on speed golf, I didn't even get to see it. So that was, <laughs> that was the only hole-in-one I've gotten so far. I almost got one the other day. But the running, it's not anything special, honestly. I actually prefer the, the regular standard golf mode. But it gets worse in adventure mode. Uh-huh,
1: the third okay.
0: course introduces this thing called cross-country golf. They call it XC golf. It is a set of, I think, three holes, and then six, and then nine where you have to hit the ball into all of the holes that they have on this particular course within a certain number of of strokes with the golf club so for the last one which was the hardest they give you 40 strokes you have to hit it into nine different holes and it's like an elevated mountain so sometimes there's tornadoes that could like launch your ball up in the air except it never seemed to do that for me, and, like, you can jump into the tornadoes, and sometimes it seems like there's no way to get to where your ball is unless you either go through a tornado or, like, spam the dash button on a rock, and it was really frustrating, and I, I lost so many times and spent multiple hours trying to do this, and when I finally beat it, it was on literally the 40th, like, stroke, and I was like, this is awful. I hope this doesn't show up in the game anymore, and, uh, I don't think it does, so I'm not really feeling the story mode because I don't like the XC golf and I don't like the um the speed golf for that matter too much. There is a uh like a local and online multiplayer version of the XC golf called battle golf but it takes place on a course that's like specifically designed for it so it will probably be a little bit better. Where this game shines is the actual regular golf and it's very impressive um there's a roster of I believe 16 characters. I've mostly been using Daisy. Um, it's very satisfying. You basically you you charge up your shot. You can like look at the distance if you want. You can like measure it out or like line it up, adjust it to the wind, and you get it to a point where you you think it'll go as far as you want it. You hit you hit A if you want to make it roll further, but go a little less. F- go a little less far to land and then roll further you can double tap or if you want to make it like go back you can hit b you can change the direction and the spin of it in the air like if you want to make this shot like curve you can have it go forward and then take a hard left or something so that's pretty cool you've got mm-hmm. about like sizable control over it it's just very satisfying to me to like hit it and see it go and land and like if it lands where I wanted it to, it's very satisfying to see that. The putting is very hard. I've never played a golf video game, so, like, the putting is very hard. It's harder than, like, just whacking the ball, like, trying to get it. Like, I've missed the hole by, like, a foot many times, and it's very aggravating. Um, but it is, it's, it's pretty chill. It's very relaxing. I, I like it more than the tennis in the fact that you can, like, chill. You don't have any, like, pressure to like, keep on top of it the whole time. The tennis gets a little frantic. This, I could just put some podcast or music on and just, like, zone out, play some golf. Accuracy is a little random once you get to a certain part of the, uh, like, the meter you charge up where there's, like, little red areas. It's like, oh, it might go left, it might go right. You'll have to see. Um, so I, I don't like the, that little inch of randomness that it has. But I think the courses are very, like, cute and well-designed. They are nice to look at. The characters are vibrant and full of life i think one of the cooler things i did because i've just been running through the the courses with daisy because you can unlock different sets of golf clubs for all the characters which will give you like different like move sets or abilities basically like we do, do you want more control get mario's like bonus golf set but i played online and it worked surprisingly well i played with three other people randoms uh over nine holes of like the bowser course my issue with it is that it it's very it's very long when you play online. Uh it mm-hmm. took an hour for those nine holes, but like I was really satisfied. I had a great time. Um this would be a great game I think for local co-op like couch co-op. Um, yeah. And like the speed or battle golf modes might be more fun like that, but in the single player mode it's like uh, no. I'm I'm really not feeling the single player mode in this. It's it's like the Mario Tennis Aces. I wasn't I never finished the single player mode because of all the nonsense like smashing the snowballs against the Shy Guys in the train is where I think I threw in the towel but overall Mario Golf like pleasantly surprised that it's as fun and I'm also like incredibly surprised that it's just the regular golf that I'm into like it's good fun it's very vibrant and what more can I ask for you could play golf as Daisy that's pretty cool also Pauline and King bob
1: and Boo but some, some ups and downs with it.
0: Yeah, a few ups and downs. There are special moves. When I play solo, I turn them off. And sometimes if I'm playing like score attack, I don't use them. I don't really care about the special moves. But you know me, I didn't care about the special moves in, in tennis either. Overall, I'm having a good time with it. I'll probably finish the adventure mode. But I really don't care about playing with the me. They're apparently going to do DLC courses for this so i'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to that because there's only six and that's uh it's not a lot there's only like what a, a little over a hundred um holes so <laughs> um dlc will be coming for this like a, like tennis aces and yeah hopefully they just keep expanding on it i'm 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 enjoying it and uh that's my piece on, on mario golf super rush now you have an update i believe
1: yeah we discussed this i think I don't remember if it was last week. Do you remember if it was last week? I
0: think it It was either the last week or the week before. Yeah, it was last week because the week before was E3.
1: Okay. Yeah, so it, this was last week. I was talking about how I was going for a certain plot in a certain game. And that was uh, South Park the Stick of Truth. Ooh. Um. Did I uh, did everything except one thing. I missed a missable weapon. So... Uh, I got everything except for one, one, uh, not one trophy called "Full, Full Arsenal." I think it was called. It basically, it's just uh, when I first thought it was just get all weapons mm-hmm. because you know usually when they say like Arsenal, they only mean like weapons. So, uh, I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna do a quick playthrough with just only collecting the weapons. But I don't know, something something in the back of me just kept saying, you know what, just just do everything. Just get all weapons, all costumes, just get everything. I'm like I don't really need the costumes because this game gives you the game does give you a separate trophy for collecting all costumes. I said this should only be for the weapons, but I was like, Whatever, I'll do all uh weapons and skins. That's a good thing you did. Um Yeah. Turns out that, that, that trophy full arsenal, you need all costumes and weapons, not just weapons. Which you know, in my argument case, is that why would you have one trophy that's just full costumes, but not one that's just full weapons? You know what I mean? Like, full Arsenal should yeah. just been all, all weapons, no costumes needed. But for that one, you do need everything. So, I'm glad I had told myself, you know what, just do everything, whatever, Like just take your time with it. You know, it did take me longer because I was like, I already beat this game. I already know what everything's going to happen. You know, it wasn't my first playthrough. This was probably, like, my third playthrough of the game i did an initial one like a couple years back and then did i did it again just to get the plat but then i was like I just, i'm just missing this one trophy i even told myself if i don't get this trophy i'm just accepting i'm not getting it I said, i'm not gonna waste my time again going through it again i said it was I'll a be bronze done. right i think it was a bronze i'm pretty sure it was a bronze maybe something like that should
0: be at least silver in my opinion
1: it might be silver but no yeah so basically uh, update i did end up getting the plat but Oh, boy, talk about if I were to just do all the weapons and then right at the very end, I actually read what the Uh, trophies demanded and it was everything. I would have just been like, I'm done. I was like, I'm not going to do it again.
0: That would have been heartbreaking. You know, uh, Village has a lot of missable trophies. Now, Village is a quick game to play, but man, it has some missable trophies. If I've ever seen missable trophies, there's one like shoot all the glass windows in Dimitrescu's castle. Mm-mm. in in a single playthrough stuff like that and at, at a point that area becomes inaccessible so <laughs> stuff like that oh i don't like a missable trophy
1: no yeah uh don't like missable trophies
0: i actually think they fixed that one missable one in ratchet and clank because i the trophy guide i i i've seen doesn't mention it anymore so i think they might have like had a workaround for it honestly i can't be too sure i because i got the platinum, and then i'm just like yeah whatever um but yeah, South Park The Stick of Truth. I've not played that one yet. I might in the future. I mean, I've watched it. It's obviously South Park it's funny and fun to watch, so
1: Yeah, it's it's fun. There it is surprisingly, I'll I'll say this right here for us being such a friendly, open, like podcast, we really try to stay away from that type of like humor that South Park is, so it is a, a, a warning. It's it's you know, it's rated that way for a reason. Yeah, it's very not much, <laughs> yeah. It's not for kids. Um,
0: it's got that Mario and Luigi style gameplay.
1: A little bit. It does have that Mario Luigi turn based style gameplay. Um, it looks a little bit easier depending on your class system. That, that that whole game is just one of those where I can just vaguely just talk about it, and I can't really go much into detail. Yeah. What what I say? It's funny. It does have very funny moments, and I think there's are parts where I even. Chuckled even after playing it three times. There were still moments where I still chuckled and found new jokes. I'm like, I never realized what they meant by that, or I never, I never found this joke before for my initial other playthrough. So then I, I did a whole other sequence that brought it back up. Uh But no, yeah, that it's probably one of the easiest turn pace like RPGs. Yeah, it's I don't like RPGs that much, but I enjoyed South Park a lot, and I'm yeah. I really would want to play the other one.
0: Enough to plat it. Plat an RPG. I've done that a few times. It takes a lot more effort than something like, uh, stick of truth. I'll tell you that much with all the grinding and nonsense. Um, I think
1: that's my first RPG plot.
0: Yeah, it might be. No
1: no, Borderlands counts, right?
0: Well, I guess if you want to tell Does it, Borderlands count? Yeah. Anything, does Bo- Borderlands if Borderlands plots. doesn't count,
1: yeah. yeah. If Borderlands doesn't count, then that would be my first RPG plot. I don't think uh, there's any RPG I've plotted.
0: And... Uh, just going off a of Ratchet and Clank, this is a good segue, because remember I was saying there's things I forgot to talk about last week, a few things mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on. Um, so I'm, I'm going to talk about the Neo The World Ends With You demo a little bit next week, um, and mm-hmm. uh, Slime Rancher and all that. But I wanted to talk about a few more things that I forgot to mention about Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart from last week. I remember saying, oh, I forgot to talk about this, or oh, I forgot to talk about that. So, in our last couple of minutes here, I will go ahead and talk about those things. couple things I wanted to mention last week. This is a game where you, like, Rift Apart is a game where you switch between two different characters, and usually for me that's a red flag in in like story-based games like you know how i feel about something like devil may cry 4 Mm -hmm. and devil may cry 5 especially with three drastically different feeling characters that you're constantly switching between um insomniacs found this cool idea where yes the weapons look different the melee weapon i should say the guns are the same but ratchet and rivet share upgrades to their weapons Mm-hmm. and they share a moveset basically like there's no difference between playing as one and playing as the other when ratchet gets the rocket boots rivet gets the rocket boots uh when ratchet gets the dash rivet gets the dash it's just it's very organic it doesn't ever make you feel like you have to learn a new character right in the middle of something whereas something like devil may cry five which we'll get to at some point i swear maybe who knows probably but maybe not who knows um where you have to switch between virgil uh or not Well, like, sometimes Virgil, but, like, it's usually uh, Dante, Nero, and V, and they all play really differently. Like, V has this, like, animal buddies that he controls, and, like, Dante has, like, four fighting styles with, like, a billion weapons, and Nero has his Devil Breaker arms, which you have to, like, make decks out of, and, like, they're, like, consumables, basically, and that they'll be destroyed if you get, a, like, damaged, like, mid-attack but ratchet and clank doesn't have you worry about that stuff it's like play as two different characters with two different scenarios and experience the same gameplay level up the same weapons and those levels will carry over if you level up a, the, a gun with rivet it'll go straight to ratchet's version of the same gun so i really appreciate things like that that's a good yeah. thing the other thing is more qol and spider-man does this too don't like puzzles in games Don't want the action to be broken up? Hit pause and skip it. If you don't want to do Clank's little puzzles, which I did did all the puzzles and all the glitch challenges, but if you don't want to do it, just pause the game and click skip. More games should have this. You know what game series should have this? In my opinion, Zelda. Mm. Also Uncharted. Also Resident Evil. Sometimes, well, Resident Evil, I guess it's kind of part of the...
1: Maybe. Maybe. It's one of those things, like I said, with checkpoint systems where it's you have to make it work. Yeah. Like, maybe Ratchet made it work better than some other ones.
0: Yeah, the Ratchet and Clank puzzles, they take place in separate areas. Like, oh, this door needs to be opened by Clank's, like, Rift Buddies. So let's take you into a level where you solve three sequential levels of, like, getting them to turn the right way to go into the door. But you don't want to do that every time, so on my second playthrough I was glad to just skip it. I've done it. I've seen this content. Um, Same thing with the glitch challenges. They were fun the first time. You got a little uh, spider droid thing that's blasting viruses out and you do it a couple of times and it's very satisfying and you're done with it after that. You can go ahead and skip it on your uh, second playthrough. There's nothing wrong with that. It's there for a reason. And this was the same with the Spider-Man puzzles, where, like, you don't want to do all these, like, lining up the color things every time. Or, like, doing the little, like, electrical current things every time. So you could just pause the game and skip it. So, yeah, it's really cool in Ratchet & Clank and in Spider-Man that you can skip these puzzles.
1: Uh, With Ratchet & Clank and stuff like that, the whole pause menu is just, like... Or skipping the puzzles, I don't know. It just depends on the game, and just if that's the main focus of the game, what's the point of even having the game? Being yeah, like
0: yeah. Played? It's like it's like like I'm saying in Spider Man, you don't want to do those like electrical yeah. current things every time. So Insomniac masterfully puts the option to just like you know what you might have done this already. Don't yeah worry about it. Play Spider Man <laughs> stuff. Yeah, like basically, that.
1: like, if that's not the main focus of the game, then I get not having. Or having the option to skip if you want. It's like, you know what? This is not the main focus game. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. So that point, I get it. But it's one of those, like it says, it's one of those weird things that it just has to be done right. In order yeah. for it to be, to, you know, because it, like at the same time, it's like, what's the point of having it if you're just going to use it every time?
0: Yeah. So, like, for these other games, then, a randomizer might work better. Make the puzzle different. Give us, like, ten different puzzles we could have. Resident Evil 2 did this in the B playthroughs of uh, Leon and Claire. Where, like, the certain things were different about the puzzles. Items were in different locations and stuff like that. So, like, that that serves to shake things up. That's what you could do with, like, an Uncharted or a Resident Evil. I really just don't like the puzzles in in traditional Zelda games. So, I'm going to say just let me skip those completely. (laughs) Hey, anyhow. I also played Slime Rancher. For a little bit but we'll get to that later
1: anyway would you say we did an episode that should wrap up this week for all the news and what we've done
0: all right so uh, we'll be back next week for a little scarlet Nexus and whatever else shows up <laughs> actually by next week we should have some time with that Wwe2k battleground oh boy um, and as always guys we want to thank you so much for listening please follow us on Twitter at markers on the map please listen to us on Apple Podcasts and leave a good rating and review. And if you don't like Apple Podcasts, you can also listen on Google uh, Podcasts, Spotify, and our Podbean site. And uh, I guess there's not much left to say. Besides Sega. Sega. Would you pretty please with sprinkles and cherries and ice cream? goodness on top re-release shadow the hedgehog so that i don't have to pull out my wii and find a tv that uses component cables for the wii sega i'd like to play shadow the hedgehog again and that the real james cameron's dark angel was the friends we made along the way so we'll see you next time bye Later.
1: later